0: text here this morning, I'll read from the third chapter of Acts, and maybe I'll read the whole chapter, (coughs) but I probably won't go through it all. So Acts chapter 3, reading in Jesus' name. Now Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which was called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple asked an alms, asked an alms. And Peter fastening his eyes upon him with John said, Look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up stood, and walked, and entered with him into the temple, walking, and leaping, and praising God. And all the people saw him walking, and praising God. And they knew that it was he which sat for alms at the beautiful gate of the temple, and they were filled with wonder and amazement at that which had happened unto him. And as the lame man which was healed held Peter... And John, all the people, ran together unto them in the porch that is called Solomon's, greatly wondering. And when Peter saw it, he answered unto the people, Ye men of Israel, why marvel ye at this? Or why look ye so earnestly on us, as though by our own power or holiness, holiness we had made this man to walk? The God of Abraham, and of Isaac, and of Jacob, the God of our fathers, hath glorified his son Jesus. Whom ye delivered up and denied him in the presence of Pilate when he was determined to let him go. But ye denied the Holy One and the just and desired a murderer to be granted unto you and killed the Prince of Life whom God hath raised from the dead wherever we are witnesses. And his name through faith in his name hath made this man strong. Whom ye see now, whom ye see and know. Yea, the faith which is by him hath given him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. And now, brethren, I want that through ignorance ye did it, as did also your rulers. But those things which God before had shewed by the mouth of all his prophets, that Christ should suffer, he hath so fulfilled. Repent ye therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. And he shall send Jesus Christ, which before was preached unto you, whom the heaven must receive until the times of restitution of all things, which God has spoken by the mouth of all his holy prophets since the world began. For Moses truly said unto the fathers, A prophet shall the Lord your God raise up unto you of your brethren like unto me. Him shall ye hear in all things whatsoever he shall say unto you. And it shall come to pass that every soul which shall not hear that prophet shall be destroyed from among the people. Yea, and all the prophets from Samuel, and those that follow after, as many as have spoken, have likewise foretold of these days. Ye are the children of the prophets, and of the covenant which God made with our fathers, saying unto Abraham, and in thy seed shall all the kindreds of the earth be blessed. Unto you first God, having raised up his son Jesus, sent him to bless you, in turning away every one of you from his iniquities. Amen. Greetings of grace, mercy, and peace from God, our Heavenly Father, and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, be multiplied unto each of you here today, now and forever. seems sometimes that, sometimes maybe more than others, and I think God gives us the, well, that's not a question, but God gives the words to speak, and God gives the understanding But sometimes God gives the, the text, and it's a good text for everyone to, everyone to hear, and, and it can be edifying to everyone, but it seems sometimes more that God's given the text that I need to hear it. looked at this text last couple days and then last night laying in bed and thinking about a situation and realize how, how perfectly this text fits that situation and could be solved by this text And I guess just to, so I'm not sounding like uh, being too vague or anything, give a little background there, just at school. And I guess it doesn't even have to be then, but for me, that's what it was, and thankful I am that God gave this text, but it can be for all of us, and I'm sure we all see it quite often, struggles and and turmoil in the world, and people that feel like they have no hope, or have nowhere, nowhere to turn, and I don't know what... Well I'll just say this, this one kid just has, says he had no idea what, what to do. He has no idea what he's doing. And he's got so many problems. And the funny thing I was thinking then last night, what I was talking about, laying in bed, thinking about, this kid has some A lot of issues, I guess, but he's also got money issues that could be taken away somehow. And I was thinking, boy, I wish I had some sort of company or I wish I was rich enough and could help this kid. Give him a job doing something. I don't know what, but give him a job and that would kind of help him out in some way. And that's what I mean, that God doesn't give these things by accident. And then it dawned on me, this text that I had already been reading and looking at, how perfectly it answers that question. How much each of us who have been given that faith to believe how much more we have than those who do not have this and how much more a a good thing not that I would do it but a good thing and how much more of a beautiful thing it would be that this kid might be able to receive that faith and believe the way that I believe and to know For a fact. Because this word has told me that these my sins are forgiven. And we've talked about this many times, Tannis and myself, just hard times when when there's things that trouble us or trouble hard. A struggle in life and however big or small and things seem hard and sometimes things almost well I admit I guess for this flash sometimes things do seem a little hopeless but for those that have a hope and are given that grace to remember that hope We are never really alone, and we are never really left left helpless. And wonder how those how people that do not have that hope how do they get through those problems? Like I said, it is it is there are things that that absolutely there are struggles in our lives and, and hard times and hardships but when I I have a hard time I have somewhere to turn for answers I have somewhere to turn for comfort and how often and it's not just a a, a mind trick or a, a, a placebo. We know when we pray to God, He answers our prayers. He, he gives us that comfort we need, and it's not—it's not, it's not a, a, a like I said—it's not a mind thing. It's not something that we just. Conjure up ourselves and make ourselves while I've prayed and it's kind of given me a little comfort. I'm sure many here, all of us maybe, have truly felt that comfort that comes from God. And that assurance that these things these hardships are a hard thing. They're not a they're not a fun thing to deal with. Sometimes it might be revealed that it's something that we need to endure for whatever reason to get back on the right track and sometimes it's an assurance that God loves us and sometimes it can be just an assurance that these things hope, almost as it says that all things are, are vanity and we are reminded at the end of all of those that we have hope we have a hope that this world does not understand we have a hope that this world we wish we could just give it and we can we can, we can i guess give it freely but it is not it is not up to us to uh... make it grow Can't do any of that. Even now, this time of year, and farmers put in their crops in, and, and some things, and they take precautions and do whatever thing to make sure that some bug won't bother it or some plant won't bother it, and maybe they've got some special seed that grow faster and produce more or whatever. But at the end of the day, God is the one that gives the increase. There is nothing a farmer can do to make that plant, that seed, to grow into a plant. And so it is with us also that we cannot, we can plant those seeds, and 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 we are told that we should into to plant it everywhere as, as much as we can, no matter the ground. And God will give the increase where He sees fit and where His will commands. But going back to the text, what a beautiful seed that is. And it's funny, and and maybe I'll just tell this, and it may be a little embarrassing, and It's just a a stupid little thing. (laughs) Stupid little, uh, game or whatever scenario sometimes. Playing with Isaac or whoever and asking would you, would you rather have however million dollars or would you rather not get sick ever again? until, I mean, have to die sometime but not have any of these little health issues in life. But that's just a a dumb situation I was reminded of here, that this man looking for alms, looking for something. of of monetary value that he might be able to carry on his life in whatever way he's living and but instead what he is given is is so much more even in a natural sense it's hard not to uh i'm sure for for most here it's hard almost to to not sing this verse here but Then Peter said, Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. And he leaping up stood, walked and entered with them into the temple, walking and leaping and praising God. A natural thing there he was physically given the ability to walk and leap but the picture there is the life and the freedom that is given to us who are blessed with that, that faith to believe and to have that hope and back to my situation and not not even just one kid but so many so many people who seem to just they have hard times and it's just I don't know what where to go and what to do. How many people in this world are living as this man was? Lame and, and unable to have that, that full that fullness of life. How many people not in the condition that we that we are in the latter condition of this man here we cannot and even even if i even if we could even if, i mean even if i could my situation let's say I had however all these all this money that I could help out somebody what does that do it doesn't do what what Peter and John did here for this man and not even what Peter and John did I guess I shouldn't say that as they go down right after that and explain how it was done or who it was done by The riches that we have in Christ are are immeasurable. Maybe I'll read here from Ephesians. In Ephesians... Chapter one it says to the praise of the glory of His grace, wherein He hath made us accepted in the Beloved, in whom we have redemption through the blood, the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of His grace. That is our those are our riches. it's a hard thing like I said we can't we can't give that increase we can't give that growth to anyone and it seems almost sometimes it may be an embarrassment to bring it up and the person might totally reject it and not want to have anything to do with it but how much we should be spreading that that richness that we have when you think of it that way Make a a comparison the the limitless limitless wealth that each of us has been given. We could throw that money. I'm not meaning actually money, of course, but we could throw that everywhere, give it to everyone, and we would never run out of what God has given us. It is something that we have, and it cannot. It cannot be used up. And I was saying, if even if I could give them some money to somebody and help them out of a bad situation, how much more beautiful it would be if I could preach to them the words that that have given me life, and for them to be receive that life. actually here in the second chapter as well in Ephesians this goes on even about how Peter and and John explained, explained how it is done that in the ages to come he might shew the exceeding riches of his grace and his kindness towards us Through Christ Jesus. For by grace are ye saved through faith. And that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. What a beautiful gift we have been given. And it seems, I I don't know if it getting harder, I think man has been just about the same through, through all of time, but it seems a hard thing to bring up this message that, that Peter and John bring up to anybody, if I can find them just there in that 19th verse of our text. Repent ye, therefore, and be converted, that your sins may be blotted out, when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. Those riches that we can share with others are not a, a riches that we can show the wealth or show the value of, of ourselves. It must be put on that heart by God. It must be given that grace. That grace even must be given to them from God, even to get to the point of wanting to repent. And you go through all those, and just from my own natural self, it seems like such, like many steps and they're not easy steps how does it happen i don't it seems so impossible and you i see so many so many people that when i'm at school and i'm sure this is with many people many of you some of these people we we deal with in our day-to-day life and it seems like yeah they're the part of this world and we do feel a bit like strangers or a little set aside I'm not saying that's a bad thing, be thankful if you do not feel the same in a part of this world but sometimes I think and how amazing it would be, wouldn't it be so so amazing if these people could believe and this world seems so much that they have no need of a savior how do you even bring it up it's a hard thing to say that 19th verse Calls for immediate, immediate backlash and, and immediate rejection from this world to say something like that seems almost impossible sometimes. Person might never, might never believe, and they might not. And it's hard for me to say, or to even totally understand how it might feel to be this man. And I, I guess I don't mean right here in terms of his spiritual condition. But it's hard for me to totally know what it what it's like. And it's not bragging, but it's a thankful thing. people sitting here in this environment would believe this but i absolutely do not like getting emotional I was going to say, I don't know, I can't say for sure how it would be or how it feels to be on the other end, but it is a beautiful thing also to be a childhood Christian. Imagine how beautiful it must be also to be on that other end as well. I guess I shouldn't say more so, but it almost seems that way in my mind, how more so how beautiful that is for someone who was lame and unable to walk freely, to be given that later in life. To come into the fold, who before had no no reason for that Savior, and to fully realize then how much they do need that Savior, and we. Like I said, we wish this would happen more often. We wish it could happen to so many more people, but it does, it does happen and it has happened. And I think I spoke on it and I think of Nebuchadnezzar and how amazing that is. Somebody who just seems like one of the worst tyrants in the Bible and yet who came to believe in God and even write one of the books or not one of the books but write one of the chapters in this book we may not have much much to give of ourselves but how much we have to give of what Christ has given us. We can give it freely. We can't we can't tell them to believe, but we can tell them what Christ has done for us. He's given us life. He has taken all of our sins away. He is not just some character in history. He is our risen Lord, our risen Savior. And even close to Easter and remembering that those last hours of his life and even this, this just reminded of Uncle Dick used to say so often he didn't didn't really like to see those crosses and I'm not trying to cut anybody down if they're wearing one or anything like that. But didn't really like to see those crosses those little emblems or necklaces or whatever a cross with Christ still on the cross didn't feel that was an accurate depiction that story doesn't end with Christ on the cross that story ends with the risen Lord and Savior who defeated death And defeated hell and the devil that we might have life and I guess I, I can't even pick out it might even be in this chapter I just read it but I probably can't find it that we have been purchased we're just saying it even We are not our own well, that's another thing that may not sound too pleasing or welcoming to this world. I'd rather have control of my own self and be my own self and not have to answer to anybody and I don't really need a savior anyway. These are hard things to explain to someone. These are things that are things we can't can't explain. These are things that are given by the by the word of God and the understanding that he gives us and I don't think there's a single person here that that would acknowledge that they are a child of God and they are the property of God and, and this soul that we have is it belongs to him I don't think there's a single person here that would argue that and say that that's not a good thing what a beautiful thing that is How comforting that is for us when we have those hard times. And so how often and it seems like those hard times are our health or our money situations or family situations and those are those are hard things. I'm not taken away from the difficulties of this life. But have that hope. Don't forget that hope that you have. Often reminded of that song. I know I can't even think exactly how the words go, but... Turn your eyes upon Jesus and look full on his wonderful face and the things of this earth will grow strangely dim how true that is how wish I could share that with others how much I wish I could and we can we can share it with others and whether or not they understand it and believe it that's not up to us God will give that increase God will allow that seed to grow. If it needs to grow there, and He sees that it needs to grow there. <clears throat> to have others believe that. To be able to look on Jesus and and, and to know how little everything else is, outside of the fact that our sins are forgiven. Pray that each of us might not lose that hope, that we may continue to believe this word, and not only believe and to hold it and keep it to ourselves, Share that wealth. To share those riches that have been given to us in in abundance. Share them that others might have those riches as well. Those riches that we are, we cannot describe. But we know. We know are there because we feel them every day. repent ye therefore be converted that your sins may be blotted out when your times when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord and he shall send Jesus Christ which before was preached unto you Jesus Christ has been sent to us may God grant us the grace that we may re- Share that, share that Jesus Christ, It's I guess it, that's what we're sharing. To share Jesus, who is that gospel message, with others. In Jesus' name, Amen. Shall we receive the benediction? May the Lord bless thee and keep thee. May the Lord make his face shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. May the Lord lift his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.